idea We gon' talk about it right here I'ma talk about everything you like I'ma make it real, real quick Cause it's an A-talk And I'ma talk about it Yeah, cause it's an A-talk And I'ma talk about it And welcome to the Tanae Talks podcast, the podcast that educates and entertains, the podcast where you come to laugh and learn. I am your host, Tanae, and I'm so happy to be here with some beautiful, beautiful young women today in our in my uh, Reign Supreme series featuring HBCU Queens, um, which means Historically Black College or University. But before we get into that, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Hey talkers, today's show is brought to you by Pure Cuts located in Mansfield, Texas. That is 801 North Main Street in Mansfield, Texas. Pure Cuts is where you get the master barber experience. They specialize in men's cuts, kids cuts, women cuts, edge-ups, braidings, lockery twists, the whole nine. You get the whole shebang when you go to Pure Cuts. So make sure you mention Tanae Talks and get a little percentage off your haircut, all right? Tell them Tanae sent you. Make sure y'all tell them Tanae sent you because I love Pure Cuts. It's where I go. It's where I take my son, my husband go. The whole family goes. So you can take your whole family. So make sure y'all go and ask for Rasul. Ask for Smooth. Ask for Joe. Ask for anybody. They'll all hook you up, okay? Uh, So again, also today's show is in partnership with HBCUonly.com. HBCUonly is raising the bar for HBCU celebration. So it's only right that we hype them up because we're also uplifting and hyping up these beautiful queens from across the land, okay? So make sure you visit hbcuonly.com. And if you're an HBCU alum or you attended, but you didn't graduate like myself, or you know somebody who went and you want to get them a great gift, make sure you visit hbcuonly.com. And now we're getting into the meat of the matter. Today talks reign supreme with the Spelman College's Royal Court. I have the pleasure and the honor of having the 40th Miss Spelman College, India Clayton, majoring in political science with a minor in Spanish. And she, you know, I asked her, was she going to um, go into law? And she quickly told me, no, she's going to go into creative business and design post-graduation. So welcome. I also have first attendant, Miss Ayana Davis-Poland. She is a double major. And get this, y'all. She is majoring in sociology, anthropology, double majoring in music performance with a minor in Spanish. Oh my gosh, that's a mouthful. Baby girl is doing everything, okay? And then I have the second attendant, Miss Nadia Scott, who is a history major with a concentration in Latin America. And she's hailing from the ATL. They got an AT alien. Welcome to the show, ladies. Oh, you can unmute your mics. Yes, <laughs> How y'all doing today, Queens? Doing good. Doing well. You're doing well. How was school this week? Have you started back yet? You know, school, school to school. <laughs> I, I, I think honestly, I'm starting to feel um, senioritis a little bit. Like I'm starting to get a little bit like, okay, I'm I'm ready to get to the finish line. But as far as like being on the court and stuff and being back at school, it's it's been amazing. It feels like it was the first day we touched out on campus, so it's, it's mm-hmm. great. It's great. Oh, I love that. What about you, Ayana? 
It's going good. Like Indy said, school is school. So, you know, sometimes you have those days like last night. I was like, I do not feel like doing this homework, but it's it's still exciting. Um, you know, every day having the opportunity to engage, you know, having this platform of being on the court is always just refreshing and just brings light. And Miss Nadia. Yeah, it's definitely time to go, you know, <laughs> we're coming up on that time, but we still have a lot of really like fun and engaging um, events we're going to be putting on as the court. So we're, it's a bittersweet moment. It's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's time to graduate and go do all these amazing things in grad school, but we still, we still got a little time left to get, get some good work done. Get some good work in. I love that. You said it's time to go on to the next phase of life and that's so exciting. And I know all of you ladies have a plan. So we're just going to hop right into it. Um, so what does it mean to represent your HBCU in the Royal Court? Like, what does that mean to you all? And we'll start with uh, Miss Spellman, and then we'll go in order to the uh, first attendant, and then Miss Nadia. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I say this like anytime I guess I'm asked this question, um, I guess no matter who's asking it either, but it's just an overall honor. I think, you know, before I came to Spellman, I never saw myself as Miss Spellman, right? Like I, I was, yes, a leader, and I was very social and all that type of stuff, but just from a being a queen, right? Like I, I never saw that as myself, even though that maybe that's something like that I yearned for, right? Like as being like a little girl and stuff like that. So being able to be a queen, just that in itself is wow. But then you mix that with Spelman College, the number one HBCU in the nation, it's, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. <laughs> um, you know, and being able to serve alongside Ayana and Nadia is, is I think kind of just what makes it full circle and just makes it kind of whole in itself. This is not a job that one person can do by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, it, it wouldn't be possible. So just overall, I mean, connecting with the students, connecting with the faculty and just, yeah, being Miss Spelman College, it's, it's been a blessing. I think that's the best way I could put it. Awesome. Ayana? Yeah, I think we still talk about it to, talk about it to this day, like, wow, like this is, this is really what we do. Um, I think it's a very humbling experience, just kind of, um, very appreciative every day that we have the opportunity to be on the Miss Spelman Court, to have the opportunity to represent Spelman College. Like Miss Spelman in Court, we are the official representation of Spelman College. Like that is huge. And I just taking that with honor and pride and knowing that we have a job to make Spelman shine, make HBCU shine, you know, in a world where so much can be done and said about the institutions that Black people have, we are, we're serving as a shine in light of that. And I think that on top of like Indy said, interacting with students every day and kind of just showing like, I like Indy said, I've never done a pageant or none of, nothing like that. So I think just serving as, you know, we are your Spelman sister. We are students as well. We, you know, eat in the cafeteria, just like y'all. I think it's a further testament of like, literally anyone can do this as long as you put in the, mm -hmm. the work and the, and have that kind of just that drive, you're able to serve in a position like this. So it's just, just a very humbling experience. And I'm just always appreciative to be here. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's such like, I don't can't even like wrap my head around it sometimes, like how much of an honor and a big deal that we have the opportunity to serve Spelman in such a unique way. And I think the core is because like Ayana said, we are the official representation of the school, we get to serve it in a way that's different from any other student leader position. So uh, it's really great, um, like Amy said, being able to connect with the students, the faculty, uh, alums love to talk to us. And that's always really great. Yes. Just to be able to connect with so many different parts of the Spelman community, because we're supposed to serve the entire school. So you learn a, a lot about everybody um, mm -hmm. as I've grown 
such a deeper appreciation for my institution through this role, being able to see like every aspect of like how it functions and the people that make it so great. Oh, that's beautiful. You all, you all are just carrying out the task so beautifully. And I love how Ayana said that we're just like everybody else. We eat in a cafeteria with you because when you're at the royal court, you know, people put you on a pedestal yeah. and some of the students might, you know, some of many of them look up to you, but some of them may be feeling intimidated, you know, by your position. And you all are just so humble and knowing that, hey, I'm just like you. I'm with you. I'm here to represent you um, and us uh, nationally and globally as the number one HBCU in America. So that is just beautiful. Um, how do you see your role as a college queen contributing to the HBCU community? So I think the biggest thing, I mean, you know, like HBCU pride has always like just been at least because like, my dad graduated from Howard. So like, I, I kind of was, you know, brought up into that, right? Just just this whole like big push for HBCUs, HBCUs. Um and I think the biggest thing, at least that I'm learning still as Miss Felma today, is understanding that like you have to, you don't have to change. But basically, like whatever's going on in the world, whatever's going on in your community, it's kind of your job to kind of pay up to that, right? And and to kind of cultivate and create your your reign to kind of revolve around that. So even like I've noticed, you know, three of us had the honor in attending um, the Color Purple movie premiere in Los Angeles, California. Um, in early December. And uh, outside of just that amazing opportunity, we were able to meet other HBCU queens and courts. Um, it was so interesting, like, you know, going out to eat with them and stuff and having these conversations and just all of like the similarities that we experience um, mm -hmm. as HBCU royalty and stuff like that. But also understanding like we kind of have to keep up with the times, like whatever the previous court did is not going to look like what we do and whatever comes after us is not going to look like what we did kind of thing. So just being always like on your 10, right? Like always on your pivot, mm -hmm. making sure that you understand not only what's going on at Spelman per se for us, but just an HBCU community as a whole. And then also too, just the black community as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of our job, like yes, to represent the institution, but also serve as a catalyst and inspiration for like younger black children, younger mm -hmm. black girls, younger black boys um, to understand that one, I can be that one day, but two, I can seek higher education one day as well. Um, and showing them kind of just what that looks like in different mediums. You don't have to be this straight A student. You don't have to be, you know, a part of every single organization. You can still be who you are um, and still kind of have a quote unquote place on the campus. So all of those things for sure. I absolutely love that. What was the platform that you ran on? So I ran, um, it's called Sunny with a Chance for Her, which was actually very, I think, like fitting. Um, when I was 16, <laughs> I founded a nonprofit called Chance for Her. And I not chance for her was basically an efforts to serve as like a mentorship kind of program um, for young girls in the foster care systems in the D.C. metro area back where I'm from. But at the time, I was, you know, too young to interact with other youth because I, I myself was a child at the same time. So grew up, grew up, um, graduated high school. COVID happened. And that's when I got um, the nonprofit actually like, you know, everything like filled out and stuff like that for that um, and came to Spelman. And I wanted to implement Chance for Her into Spelman, just mm -hmm. in a different kind of way. So the platform name is Sunny with a Chance for Her. And essentially, it's kind of like with brighter days and all types of just light, right? There's a chance for her and, and whoever her is. And that's why the word is her, because she can look like and be like anybody. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we all, all three of us. And I love, you know, for Ayana and Nadia to share their platforms, too, because I think they're mm -hmm. very fitting to who we are as, as individuals. I love that. And go ahead, Miss Ayana. What was your platform? So I ran on a platform, the Spelman Renaissance. Um, and so 
similar to indie, like very full circle. I was actually thinking about it yesterday. Like the Harlem Renaissance has always been my favorite, like just time period where black intellectuals, black artists are coming together and just creating this robust movement. Um, and, you know, I, I remember I did a project on that. I learned about Zora Neale Hurston. Here I am at Spelman studying anthropology. So it's just full circle. And so I wanted to bring, I wanted to Spelman have a renaissance. Um, me being a artist, um, there's things at Spelman that there were so many talented women at Spelman, but I wanted a place where these talented women can shine, can know each other, can speak their own renaissance and that they can have their own renaissance at Spelman. And then also the second part to that is that cultural aspect, you know, Spelman College, historically black, black institution, obviously you have a bunch of smart African women African-American women at Spelman, but the girl next to you might be from Ghana. The girl behind you might be from Brazil. Um, the girl across the hall could be from Cuba. So I wanted to capture that as well. And once again, this place of knowingness and just celebration. So, you know, this this idea of art, culture, renaissance, and I want Spelman to have that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my platform. And like Indy said, it very much matches our personality and you can trace bits and pieces of the platforms from our childhood. Mm -hmm. It was very like very full circle, very full circle. I love that. It sounds like uh, Spelman is very pan-African. Um, there's women from all over the diaspora and yes. they come together um, and they all have different cultural differences and it's in, and it's in a, a beautiful gumbo, yeah. so, you know, to make the world go around. I love that. Miss Nadia, what was your platform? Uh, I read on the platform Curate Her with her standing for um, honoring your own unique journey, the E for embracing community, and the R for reaching your full academic and professional potential. And like, India, <laughs> and like India, better. said, those three points really encapsulated like the lessons that Spelman taught me up until the point where we started running. So that's what I felt Spelman had given me and I wanted to give back to my other Spelman siblings, the people who are coming up behind me and making sure that by the time um, they walk across that stage at graduation, they feel like they got everything out of Spelman that they possibly could. So by the time they go to grad school, law school, med school, into the workforce, like whatever they want to do, they feel like they are like fully prepared. Because Spelman gives us the tools, but you know, sometimes it's a little difficult to to make use of the tools. So really like showing mm -hmm. them what's out there and how they can use their Spelman experience to the fullest. So when they graduate, you know, they're all good. So. <laughs> I love that when I was talking to Miss PV, we were uh, ex exploring how sometimes students don't utilize career services, you know, or, or just a different, like you said, resources that are available on campus to them. Maybe they don't know, maybe they're not aware, maybe they're too shy, or maybe they don't think it's gonna work for them. So I'm glad you uh, ran a platform to say, hey, utilize these tools that are here. Like get everything out of here, your tuition and fee money, get get it out of here, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love that. Circling back to you, uh, Ms. Spellman, you talked about you created Chance, Chance for Her. Yes, ma'am. And you said you started it as a team for Foster? Yes, yes, ma'am. Why was yeah, Foster? I'm sorry. I'm so Go ahead. I was saying, why was foster care so near and dear to you? Um, so I, I think like full transparency, I think it was just growing up, right? And and understanding that I was given a lot of opportunities that the people that I went to school with were not. Mm -hmm. Um I went to a public school predominantly uh, black and, and Hispanic public school um, for elementary school and then middle school. Um, 
same same kind of thing. And at, at my middle school, there was 1,500 kids, but only two grades. And I would have about like, you know, 40, 50 kids in my class and stuff like that. And I was, you know, always like, I guess, very book smart at the time. Um, but just from a watching everybody else grow up and watching the different things everybody else was kind of getting into and doing and stuff like that. Yes, I was very, you know, like blessed to have the upbringing that I have. At the same time, it it, it bothered me. It, it bothered me that like we we go to the same school, we sit in the same class, we sit in the same cafeteria and you got to go home to, to something different than I do. And whatever mm-hmm. you're going home to has the potential to hinder you as a as as a person because you're still a child. Right. Mm-hmm. So just with that. Right. And and just channeling that. And obviously, too, like, you know, your, your own personal life experiences will kind of shape that. But that was the biggest thing. Um, it was finding spaces that are currently, you know, existing or whatever that house or that hold children who are in these predicaments that are in these situations. Um, and at 16, which is, I guess, kind of relatively young to even be having like that mindset because the, the idea didn't start at 16. I mm-hmm. started it, um, not started it, but I started just the wheel started turning when I was mm-hmm. in elementary school, so much so to where I made t-shirts for my whole class mm-hmm. and it said, don't be a bully, be a friend. I will I will never forget it. I will never mm-hmm. forget it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, it, just, it just brought back a memory. But yeah, I, I just have always just saw myself and in, in a lot of other people and, and understood that like, we all just want to be seen. Right. Like we all just want to be seen for exactly who we are kind of thing. So that's definitely what sparked um, the foster care system. I think when I came to Atlanta, though, I understood that you didn't have to be so specific. Right. Like that mm-hmm. you can touch other people and do kind of the same type of work um, just through different mediums. So I think that's then like where the whole like drive for like community service and stuff like that kind of came from before even being Miss Bowman College. So yes. it, it, it was in you. It was oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to my mother because she, yeah, she instilled all of that in me. Absolutely. Hey, mama. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in what ways do you all, all three of you, connect with and support your fellow students at your HBCU? You want to go, Yana? Yeah, I can start. I would say at its very essence, just being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, something that our advisor always tells us is, you know, you don't have to fit the crown, the crown fits you, the crown is adjustable. And I think we're all like great examples of that. I think, like I said, connecting first and foremost, just being authentic, talking to people in class. I don't care if you're a senior, I don't care if you're a freshman, like we're all in our either late teens, early twenties, just trying to graduate from Spelman. That's everybody's end goal. So I think that's first and foremost. And then from there, you know, that's how we're able to talk about our platforms, talk about the initiatives that we want to, you know, pull off, the things that we want to see Spellman do, the conversations we're having. That's how we're able to ask students, hey, what do you think about this? Okay, cool. Let me circle back and talk to, you know, admin because, you know, we have these connections. We kind of serve as a vessel. But in order to be a vessel, we have to have that like we have it has to be rooted in in authenticity. And I think Indy always says in a beautiful way, it doesn't matter the glitz and glams, what you're wearing, what you're giving to people. If you can't just have a sisterly conversation because at Spelman, that's the root of it, sisterhood then it nothing else matters you know i can i can tell the student body hey i'm going to build a brand new dorm hall i'm going to do it but if there's no like if there's no authenticity there if there's no you're my sister it's that's yeah. not how we're going to connect so i think that's 
think that's the root of it, just authenticity and just showing I'm your sister, first and foremost. I'm your peer. We mm -hmm. could be working on homework together. I could be struggling. I could have gotten a C on this paper and you could have gotten an A. You know, just things of that nature and allowing yourself to embrace the fact that you're still a student and people will, will gravitate to that. And then that's how we pull off, you know, yeah. platform in the job. Yeah. Oh, yes. Miss Nadia, how do you connect and, and support your fellow sisters at Spelman? Yeah, I think Ayana said it the best, but really like the root of everything we do and even like Miss Spelman's organization is sisterhood. Like you take away everything else, we're sisters. Yeah. And that's a big, that's a big, like we use that word at Spelman with a lot of intentionality when we say sisters. It means mm -hmm. I'm gonna love on you, I'm gonna be your advocate, I'm gonna support you. But sometimes I gotta hold you accountable. And I think we mirror that dynamic really well just between the three of us and how we interact as sister queens and kind of that reflects back on the Spelman community. Um, but yeah, like like Ayana said, we'll just be in the cap with everyone, hanging out in Lower Manly, kind of our student center. Mm -hmm. And I think I never want to think of myself as being up here because yes. I have the crown and the dress and all this hoopla around it. But no, I, I'm, I'm a, our tagline as a core is we're just regular girls. So when people are coming up to me, like, and Indy talks about this a lot, it's never like, oh, this is my title, this is what I do. It's like, oh, no, it's Nadia. Nadia, Indy, and Ayana, like yeah. we're regular people first and we're gonna connect to you um, like students. And I think that approach to this role is why we've seen so many people respond to us so well is because we're we're gonna keep it authentic. We're gonna be regular girls. We're gonna be your sisters yeah. first and foremost. When can I enroll? So can I enroll <laughs> I get all this little sister magic going on? <laughs> I already have two degrees, but it won't hurt to get another one. So all I can right. be sisters. <laughs> you girls seem like very girls' girls. Yes. You know, yes. Like the girls yes. who get it, get it. Yes. yes. Nothing yes. about you girls come off as mean girls or no. anything. Yeah. You're just a girl's girl. Yes. And in this world, we need a girl's girl because it's already hard enough. You know what I mean? So y'all my sisters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so how has being an HBCU queen shaped your personal and professional aspirations? I think for me, um, I guess I'll kind of speak to both like the mm -hmm. personal and then the professional. Mm -hmm. um, from a personal standpoint, I think it just really, really, really like proved and still continues to prove to me that who I am is Indy Clayton, not Miss Spellman, but as Indy Clayton is enough, right? Mm -hmm. um, because if not, then I, I, I wouldn't be in this position. I wouldn't be in this space. I wouldn't be in this place kind of thing. I think a lot of times like we, especially when you go, not even just HBCUs, but when you leave where you're comfortable, um, you have this mindset. So we're like, you kind of have to prove yourself again, right? Like there's, there's, there's this, there's this re rebirth of you, right? So like you, you, you graduate high school and then you start off and venture this new college journey. And then it's like, now what? Like now I have to kind of prove myself to all these people as to why I am fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for me, for such a long time, even before Spelman, there was just always like, yes, I had confidence, but there was just this constant internal battle. Like, do I have to die down parts of myself to be this? Do I have to, you know, stop talking sometimes? Do I have to like, you know, because like when I was younger, like on my report card, it was always like, Indy's so smart, but she talks too much. Like, <laughs> you talking like, Same. She, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but I, I think kind of to Nadia's point, like understanding that who I was before, I, before I became Miss Spellman was enough, I think kind mm -hmm. of just what helps me 
rain the way I do. I mean, Ayana kind of touched on it, but it's like people will never, will very seldom remember what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's how we lead, literally, literally. So much so to where when when we have these panel discussions, when we do these events at the school, hi, my name is Indy Clayton. Hi, my name is Ayanna davis Pollen, And hi, my name is Nadia Scott, right? And we are, right, the 40th Miss Bellman College in court, but it's 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 never the other way around. Um, I will say from a professional standpoint, it's it's definitely helped me a lot. I mean, you know, wanting to go into in, into the creative sector um, and being Miss Spellman, I think aligned very, very, very well. It puts me in a lot of creative spaces just kind of by default. Um, but I think at the same time, though, it's going to be whatever you make it, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if I did still want to go to law school and that was kind of my MO, then maybe that would look a little bit different, right? Or mm-hmm. if you know, something else was to be something else, then it would also look different. Um, so while yes, like it, it has given me a multitude of opportunities, I think the biggest thing is just like executing and taking advantage of, it, of every opportunity, mm-hmm. um, even down to being able to speak with you, just, just being able to put ourselves out there and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and just go after everything that comes our way because we're not we're not here for much longer. We the Miss Spelman pageant is April twentieth, so on, on April twentieth there will be a forty first Miss Spelman College, and mm-hmm. our rank will be done. So, yeah, absolutely. I love it. They they got a, they got some big shoes to fill for sure, <laughs> <laughs> but they they will do it well because they they, they are in the culture of Spelman, so they will do very well. Miss Ayana, how has uh, you know being on the royal court uh, shaped your personal and professional aspirations? Um, I think to the personal aspect to Indy's point, like it showed that we're enough. Like, like I said earlier, our platforms are so us, they're so our personality. Um, and so the, I think being empowered by the fact that I'm able to show up as I am, all the different things that I bring to the table and present it to somebody, put in a package, say, this is who I am. This is what I'm passionate about. Here you go. And then it's received. I think that just kind of, it affirms, it affirms someone and it allows you to see, okay, what works, what didn't work? How can I tweak this? And all these just personal developments of just how you present yourself. Right. Um, So I think that aspect, like Andy said, it's just like, wow, like I am enough. Um, that, and I think also just personally, it forces you to grow. It forces you to step out of your comfort zone. It forces you to, you know, talk when you don't want to talk. Like I have never been a public speaker person. Like I grew up performing so I can play the piano and leave (laughs) in front of people. Well, I had to speak in front of the entire class of what, 2027 and their parents. I had to, I had to give them a five minute speech that Mm -hmm. I'd never done that before. Um, so I think that pushes you personally, um, you know, so when I'm going to present my thesis and things of that nature, my thoughts and ideas. So it it allow it forces you to hone in on certain skills that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, so I think that and then professionally. So I want to get into I want to become an immigration lawyer and that requires advocacy. That requires you being loud when people don't want you to be loud and really writing for, you know, a very vulnerable population. And so thinking about one of the points of my platform, it was advocacy. It was saying, this is what I see. I'm going to go tell somebody about this and I'm going to really ride for this. Um, that was stuff I was doing before I even made it on the court. And I'm not the type of person to tell people about it. I've been in, I've been behind the scenes. You won't know that because it's, it's, I don't feel the need to brag about it. Yeah. Um, and so that's just in my essence, advocacy. And so this once again, forces me to hone in that skill and say, okay, you want to be essentially an advocate. Uh, if you want to be a lawyer, you have to advocate for people. You have to really 
put your whole self out there. This role forces me to do that. Um, so I think on a professional level, like Andy said, making it what you need it to be for yourself. Yeah. Um, networking, obviously, like there's people that I've met that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Um, mm -hmm. So sharing your thoughts and ideas and, you know, they might know somebody that can connect you to somebody and all these different webs of connections. So I think that um, that aspect as well, this role has provided myself. And yeah, I think looking back, I feel very prepared in certain avenues. I don't think I would have been as prepared for had I not had this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Miss Nadia, um, again. <laughs> definitely personally, I probably had the opposite problem as Indy. Nadia was very introverted, didn't talk enough. <laughs> um, that was, I've always been a very like reserved, afraid of, just I was never the person to really put myself out there. I think a lot of it came from a fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. So one thing that like being on the court and going through the pageant process is I got over that. You Sometimes you got to get over yourself. And I had to get over myself and think that, yes, people may be looking, but nobody cares as deeply as you think they care. So I think mm -hmm. this whole experience has really taught me that it's okay to kind of be my more authentic self outside of, you know, just my closer inner circles. Um, and to really speak up, like Ayana was saying, I plan on going to get my PhD in history and then doing research, professorialship, all that. So learning to public speak is kind of like really important to do that. Yeah. And this role has definitely um, made me a lot more of a confident person and that I can be in those spaces and just, you know, know it's okay to take up the space. That's a big thing. I think I would try to push that. It's okay to take up space in whatever way that looks like for you. You don't right. always have to, you know, as Black women, we're conditioned to kind of pull into ourselves and that like in order to be successful, you kind of got to hide in the back. So people will like push you along and not think, oh, she's just a loud, angry Black woman. But this, um, this opportunity has really taught me that it's okay to speak up and speak out and um, stand on what I believe in. Yeah. Kind of to Nadia's point, just real quick, though, I, I do just want to say, I think the three of us balance each other out very, very, very well. Yes. You know, like, you have me, who sometimes you got to be like, Indy, stop talking. Right? <laughs> you know, like, same with Nadia, like, everybody has something that 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 will benefit somebody else, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. Ayana in advocacy, Ayana is going to advocate down for whoever, whenever, wherever, mm -hmm. always. And, like, we need that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. just, like, Yes, we all have things that we were able to grow from and learn. You know, like there's times and moments to speak up and speak out. But Nadia, who Nadia is, thank God for Nadia, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think her camera froze. Um, okay, but I just want I just want you all to know, take up all the space because I don't I don't lean into those stereotypes of loud and angry because no matter what if you're too quiet they're going to have an issue with you being too quiet if you're if you're too humble they're going to have an issue with you being too humble they're going to say things like she ain't humble you know so no matter what do do you be you take up all the space speak up when you need to be spoken up for especially you miss ayana you 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 hit the nail on the head when you said you're going to be representing and defending the most vulnerable population uh, that is so important that that they have you as a voice a woman who is confident a woman who knows her stuff and they know that you will be on the battlefield for them miss India, Indy Clayton. Oh my gosh. When you said every report card, and literally, and I, I saw a meme the other day and said, for all yeah. the kids who got, you talk too much, what are you doing now? 
I'm podcasting. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so so keep talking, you know, talking and, and being yourself and being authentic, all the things that you're saying will open up all those doors that that you you beautiful young ladies want to walk through. It's going to open up those doors. God is going to make a way. He's going to open up a window for y'all, okay? So don't diminish your light. And I always remember one of my favorite quotes, one woman shine does not dim your light. So you mm -hmm. ladies keep shining bright and keep mm -hmm. and lighting the torch for each other. When your light is flickering out and you and you feel like, you know, she is running a little low, low on that oil, go ahead and light, use your torch to relight her and ignite her fire so she, so she can go and walk in her purpose and so that she can make change into this world. We got to be the lights for people. We got to be the lights for the people that's coming behind us and the people that we're going to meet going forward in the future. Okay, girls? Oh, y'all make me so happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you balance your responsibilities as a student and being queens and royalty? Because I know that's a lot with all your engagements and things like that. Anyone can start. You want to start, Nadia? Yeah, I can go. Um, our advisor, Mrs. Kaysen, love you. Love you, girl. You're <laughs> a student first. You're a student first because, you know, being on the court, we have a certain GPA requirement. If you drop below that, crown's gone. Fix the grades. Immediately? Um, yeah, crown's gone. No joke. No, joke. no they're oh. dead serious. <laughs> like, and no warning, just no. <laughs> gone. Yeah. I mean, you'll know if that GPA's no, 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 no. I mean, like, like you no, know, no, no. You know, you know when you do the pageant that you got to maintain mm -hmm. that GPA. So, okay. like, at least for me, like, there's the semester I'm watching. I'm watching the number. Like, if it mm -hmm. if it gets to drop, it's like, oh no, like we gotta get this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she's definitely great about like when we're given opportunities, she'll ask like, do you have a paper due? Do you have a test? Do you have a school obligation that you need to focus on more than this? Because at the end of the day, you got to graduate. So um, that's, that's kind of what we always have in the back of our mind that we're students first, we're trying to graduate before we do any of the Ms. Feldman things. Um, for me, I love my planner very deeply. I split down my days into 15 minute increments and it makes oh. me happy inside. <laughs> um, that, was, that was something cause you know, school is stressful, everything, life can get a little hectic sometimes and you start feeling like you don't have the time to do stuff when you're really just not planning your time adequately. Um, but yeah, just always in the back of our head that being a student comes before anything else we do. Cause that's the ultimate goal. The goal when I came to Spelman was to not be on the Miss Spelman court, it was to graduate. So, yep. and how are we mm. supposed to reflect towards other students, what they should be focusing on if we're focused on everything else but school. So. Yep. That's facts. I think she said it all. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else want to add to that? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like Nadia said, planner, all that. Um, I think something that at least I have to work on just having that self-discipline of balancing, you know, okay, we have this event. Now I got to go do that. So just self-discipline on top of that. And it can be a struggle, um, but we are student leaders. So we, we have to fulfill the student side. And that goes to everybody. Every student leader on Spalman's campus, you got to fulfill that student side. Must. Be Learning, a student I know. Yeah. So what did you say? 
learning to say no to certain things. Like, oh, baby, I'm still learning to say it's no. hard. It's hard. <laughs> you want to be superwoman and do everything, but you, yeah, gotta, you, you want to be no. everything for everyone. You want to be in all the places. So, and and 2024, that's what I'm actually focusing on for myself is to uh, have discernment in what to say no to and and what to move forward in. So, y'all ahead of the game. Teach. Teach the people. Um, in what ways do you celebrate and promote culture and history of your HBCU through your royal court? I think, okay, can you, that was a great question. Can you say that question? <laughs> that was a good one. All right. So in what ways do you celebrate and promote the culture and history of your HBCU through the Royal Court? I think one, you know, being ourselves, all these different things, but taking opportunities like this, like Indy said earlier, taking opportunities of going to LA and our jobs were to represent Spelman and represent HBCUs. I think that within itself, being there, you know, having the opportunity to want to be invited, being there and then they see, you know, the the beauty that we carry, they see the different personalities, they see the our intellect, you know, we are college educated women. Mm -hmm. Um so college educated black women who are in these spaces who are who who have a who have a space like you you hand us a microphone because we have something to say. What we have to say brings value and I think in turn that is an automatic testament to HBCUs. I'm an automatic testament to educated black people, you know, the moment I'm handed a mic or the moment I'm asked to write something or whatever, that's automatically affirming the power that comes out of these schools. So I just think taking those opportunities and shining and speaking. And like I said, just we're all we're college educated women. I think that is that speaks within itself. Um, it just so happens that we have on a crown. So we just take this opportunity to speak for our institutions and it's just going to bring nothing but positivity. So I think that's one of the main, main ways, just having these, these public spaces where everyone else can see it. Cause we know it HBCU, mm -hmm. HBCU alum and scholars know it, Spelman scholars know it, but we need the whole world to know that. And just walking in these opportunities is I think one of the greatest ways we are able to accomplish that. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think too, just kind of going off Yana's point real quick. Um, you know, we, we are the, I think there's us and then maybe one other, not maybe, there's one other um, all women's HBCU. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's very significant because, you know, our motto at Spelman College is a choice to change the world, right? But in, before Spelman became Spelman in 1881 and stuff like that, um, it was still in an all women's, you know, seminary inst institution kind of thing. And I think understanding that kind of, and then watching us reign, everything just kind of coincides and aligns. And with that, I mean, we are the only court that does not have a mister. So when mm -hmm. when when we move, we, we move as a unit. We move as the three of us together, three women, three women going to do X, Y, and Z, three women going to conquer, three women going to change the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's not to say that any court that has a mister is not doing amazing work because trust and believe they are. Yeah. But I think when you speak specifically to Spelman College, that's part of it, at least for me, right? Like Ayana brought up LA, like being on the red carpet and not, you know, being alongside someone else, but it's me and my court, right? Like mm -hmm. it's me and my girls walking in, you know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> Just, it just makes you feel good um, mm -hmm. understanding that things can get done, change can be made just as a woman mm -hmm. um, alongside other other women. So I think when you kind of tie that into our reign, you know, like you you hear Ayana's platform, Nadia's platform, my platform, 
they're all cultivated while they may not all end the word end in the mm -hmm. word her they're cultivated for her cultivated mm -hmm. for a woman right yeah. um whoever that spellman woman is whatever she looks like kind of thing so absolutely I love that. Um, moving forward, how do you promote unity on campus? I know it's, it's it's sisterly and all of that, but how do you individually promote unity on campus? I would say just understanding that you don't have to be friends with everybody, right? Like we, if 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 we sat here and and tried to say like <laughs> we make this, you know, rainbow sunshine, no, right? Um, <laughs> you do not have to be friends with everybody, but I think being kind is free. Being kind is free. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, I think, how we honestly, like, it, 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 it sounds so simple and so just cut and dry, but that that's how we promote it. You don't have to like everybody that you encounter. You don't have to be friends with everybody that you encounter at Spelman, um, but you have to be kind mm -hmm. and you have to show respect and you have to lead with respect. And I think that's kind of how we lead as a court and in, in, trans, in translation kind of, you know, goes over into the school community and stuff like that. I think mm -hmm. too, though, not even just specific to um, our court, but our um, 82nd SGA president, Bria Banks, same same kind of concept there. Like mm -hmm. the, the Student Government Association that that she runs, runs on being kind, run, mm -hmm. runs on respect, runs on showing up for your sister, runs on holding your sister accountable. Sometimes you're gonna have to touch her hand, right? Mm -hmm. And let her know what she's doing is not, you know, what it should be kind of thing. So just, all of those kind of things. Um, but I think kindness is the centerpiece of it all. And we can't diminish it. I know you said it sounds so simple, but we can't even diminish simple things because sometimes the answer is so simple. I think Absolutely. oftentimes we're looking for an intricate, big shebang of something, but really it's the simplicity. This morning, my daily bread was about being kind and the power of the tongue. Yes. The power of life and death is in the tongue. You can kill somebody with this little pink thing in your mouth. You can kill their dreams. You can kill their self-esteem. You can you can kill anything. You can kill their day just yeah. by this. So being kind, just offering someone a smile, offering someone a kind word. Earlier, Indy, you, you notice at a young age that you know you don't know the circumstances that someone had to fight before they got to when you met them. So somebody could have been angry or mugged you that day, but they could have had a really terrible experience prior to your encounter. So the least we can do is be kind. And, and like you said, we're not going to all get along. We're not going to all be friends, but we can right our wrongs. Um, and I have an example of last week with a colleague. I was kind of rude. I was kind of snippy in my tone. Mm -hmm. and, and I recognized that I was snippy in my tone. Mm -hmm. And they didn't say anything to me, but I could tell they was kind of looking at me like, you all right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I, I waited a few days because, you know, I, I it weighed on my heart. Yeah. And so I went to their office and I said, I just want to apologize for my tone, mm -hmm. you know, because I in that moment was frustrated with some stuff. I work in higher education and you guys are in an institution of higher education. Y'all know students can be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was having a moment. So I love it. Just be kind. It, it, it's so simple, uh, but kindness can it can change the world. It's the only thing that has, not laws, but you know, kindness for sure. Um, and so, can you all, each of you, share a memorable mo moment or event during your time as a member of the royal court? That something just st stuck out is memorable that you'll never forget for the rest of your days. 
I think I, I think I have one. Yeah, sorry. Have one. <laughs> so kind of like the first big event that the new court does is we speak at um, an event called Spellbound. So Spellbound is like um, an admissions event for all the new students who just got like their admissions packing. It's like, welcome, you're coming to Spellman. Come and just like spend the weekend with us. And you can see what Spellman's all about. Um, and that was like our first big event together was we were all going to go and like introduce ourselves. So where are they? The class of 2027? Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna, and we walked out and the outgoing first attendant was like right out the door when we walked out and she was just so excited for us. And I think mm -hmm. that was a really full circle moment. And that's what we're talking about, like unity and sisterhood, that someone who just came before us was so excited. And then we went and we spoke to the class and we explained ourselves and what our platform was. And then we had people coming up to us and they were so excited and all mm -hmm. this. So to like a week out after having, um, after winning uh, pageant, to have that moment with the two of y'all, it was like, oh, the work starts. That was like, the it work starts, starts. Yeah, it starts <laughs> now. <laughs> and that was just like, wow, like we did this thing. We spent so much time working really hard for it. And now we get to fully enjoy it and work for it. Um, so that was really special. Just like kind of our first moment together as a court doing it. So. Yeah. I love that. Anything else that during your reign that you're just like, oh my God, I'll never forget this. I think, you know, like Nadia say, you have moments like that. We, I could, you know, LA, great, amazing. But I think my, like my honest answer is interactions that I have with them as everyday Spelman students. Um, before, before we were entered in the competition and before we came onto this role, Indy, I knew she was just a girl from school, followed her Instagram. I think we, we hung out once. Yeah. Nadia, we uh, stayed on the same floor um, our sophomore year. And I just knew her as the girl down the hall. Um, but then they, in, literally within a span of three months and then a, a day that we got crowned, we became sisters. Like we talk yeah. in our group chat. Mm -hmm. When people say, do y'all talk? I'm like, yeah. Every day. All day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> All day. <laughs> we have to check ourselves. Like, okay, like let's talk business today. You know, we're in that group chat. And I think that like moments where I see Nadia in the Starbucks line or I see Indy on the way to class or she'll roll down her window. Those are the moments. Like, I think that for me is the most special part about this is gaining. And I, I mean this sincerely, gaining two other sisters that we talk about everything else that has nothing to do with this role. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna make me cry. Do y'all go and turn up in the AUC with like class rounds? Do y'all go do that? I think, well, I think when we've done like events, we've done them like as the court. Right. I'm like, why do I be inside? I do not be outside. <laughs> yeah. You I'm don't be outside? I don't, but I be, I, I, I be seeing them upstairs, their hoodie on, trying to they be seeing me like this on my computer. So it's moments, it's moments like that where it's just like, wow, like these people, like I really just gained two best friends off yeah. of a competition, like literally. Yeah. Yeah, I think very similar sentiments to both to what both um, uh, Ayana and Nadia said. Um, you know, the connections obviously like that the three of us have like it's something that nobody else will ever understand. And and I don't even mean like the forty first, the forty second, the forty third, but just the fortieth Miss Spelman College in her court is a court to be reckoned with. Period. Full stop. Like we, and I don't even just mean because of what we do, but just who yeah. we are as people. Yeah. Like these are some of the greatest people that I've I've ever met. And I think for 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 me. Um, that would probably be my highlight just because we understand that every day is not rainbows and sunshine. And, and when you're going through those moments and times, not everybody gets it, you know? Yeah. Um, but they get it always, always. So I think that, and then I think my other moment, um, 
full transparency, it, it would probably be the first night I started my reign. So mm-hmm. when I won, um, and it wasn't even because I won, like, yes, I was so happy and I was honored. I was crying and all that, but it was the fact that my mom, all my aunts and my grandmother were able to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like, Ooh, I just felt like <laughs> I, I, I did my job as Indy and making them proud. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that I hadn't been doing that prior, but there was just something special about like looking out and like seeing my mom, like my 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 mother, like my best friend and her mother, her best friend, and like just them wearing yellow and I had on yellow, and it was just it was just such a such a beautiful moment that I will never ever ever forget. Like I find myself even now going back and watching just that last part, like just mm-hmm. just hearing them say my name and and watching like like their reaction because it yes. just it just makes me feel everything so absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, you got to make me cry <laughs> it reminds me and indy i will never forget this when the three of us stood there we looked at each other and we was like we said yeah yeah, yeah. We, said, yeah. <laughs> we did that yeah. we did that and y'all doing that when you when you said the 40th reign of you all like yeah. the 40th is a force to be reckoned with. Yes, I yes. believe that with every fiber in my being. Thank and you. I've only known y'all for 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I you. believe it. Um, what is your favorite quote to live by and why? And while you're thinking, I can tell you a few yes. of mine. <laughs> so while y'all getting y'all thoughts together, a uh, few uh, when I, I I started off at an HBCU Dillard University, yes. uh, 1601 uh, Gentilly Boulevard, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the quote was, "To whom much is given, much is required." And mm-hmm. my biology teacher, uh, Miss Smith would say it every day, to whom much is given, much is required, much is given to y'all. Many people fought and died for you, blood, sweat, and tears, your ancestors, uh, what your mom did, what your grandmom did, what all these people did for you to get here. So to whom much, everything was given to you to reach to this point, so much is required of, of me. So that's one of my favorite quotes. And you heard another one earlier that I said earlier, which is one woman shine doesn't diminish your light. And in the world, and I work with students every day, and I often have to tell them that the the world tells you that they want you to be confident, but then when you are confident, then they have something to say. So that's why when you stated earlier, like, you know, people think this or think that, no matter what, there's going to be thoughts there. And so you just got to be confident in who you are and your abilities and your talents and all of those things. And, and, and and again, just take up that space. So those, those are my favorite quotes. You want to start, Nadi? Yeah. um, This is something my dad has told me my entire life. He's like always like, not it. You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I hate when he says it because he's always right when he says it. <laughs> um, but just that, you know, I would be about to do something new. It's typically when I'm about to do something new. And I'm like, I'm so stressed out about it. I'm nervous. I don't want to do it. I just want to forget about it. And he's like, no, because you're not going to grow as a person. Right. You got to be in those spaces that make you obviously safely uncomfortable. We're not talking mm-hmm. about like real dangerous situations. <laughs> you to grow as a person and mature and maybe learn something new about yourself. And that was even to, to be fully honest, like I almost didn't submit my application to be in the pageant because mm-hmm. it was just so far outside of my comfort area. Mm-hmm. That was how you want to deal with it. 
And my dad was like, no, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And look where that got me. So look where it got you. What's your daddy name? <laughs> Robert Scott. Thank you, daddy. I love you. Thank you, Robert Scott. <laughs> he's always tell me to shout him out when I do stuff. So there you go, father. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something I've taken as I've grown up and gone into these different places that sometimes you got to you got to work a little bit to grow and anything that comes easy probably isn't worth it. Mm. 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 That was good. <laughs> Ayana, what's your quote? I think for me, if I'm I don't have I don't have this like quote that I live by, but I think it's a principle that I live by that mm -hmm. I thank my family for every day is family first. Mm -hmm. And yes, blood fam blood family, people that you, your sister, your cousin, all these different things. But I think also that principle that I live by, my friends I consider my family. And so you know, the people that I allow in my apartment, in my space, my family. So I think that principle within its essence, I try my hardest to move in that. Um, and so when I think family first, you know, you care for care for these people like they're your family. Um, you know, when you have, you give. You know, there are times, you know, when I was at study abroad, I was like, girl, just here you go. You know, it's something, whether it's a, a dollar or whatever the case may be, just giving, you know, giving because there are times where you don't have. And so who's there for you, your family, those are people yeah. you need, your sisters. Um, so I think that, and in the same kind of, Indy said it earlier, when you got to touch somebody by the hand, you know, people I touch by the hand of my family, you know, <laughs> including, including India and Nadia. So I think that principal family first, it started in my household. It started and you always look after your sister. You always, you know, call your grandma every day. Like me and my grandma, we talk all the time. You would think I was talking to my <laughs> Taking that principal outside of the household and the people that I love dearly. Uh, my friends, whether high school friends or college friends, those are my families. Those are my family members, uh, my extended family. So I think that, not a quote, but that principle, I really do try my hardest to live by. Um, and I prioritize the people that I love first. There were times growing up, I did not go hang out with my friends because my little cousin had a birthday party, like straight yeah. up. And I'm going to go to the Paw Patrol theme birthday party. Like, <laughs> like that. it pushes you to think about the things that are, that are most important. Yeah, like those are the people that are at, in your heart and, and hold that, that type of connection. Yeah, I would say, um, I think I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. And this is kind of similar. You know, Nadia's dad is still a lot of her. My mom still a lot of me. We have great parents, three of us. Great. Yeah. Love. Yes. Um, but no, so just that people will very seldom remember what you did. Um, but they will never forget how you made them feel. I, I think that just, man, I mean, forget being like Miss Spellman, but just as a human, like as a person, like that, how you make somebody feel goes, goes a long, 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 long way. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is the first one. And the second one, it's very specific, I think, to just our reign now. And it's some, something that I heard um, like in the fall that I just have always like held on to it. I think I used mm -hmm. it as like a caption or something, but it was just um, heavy is the head that wears a crown, but it's been also worth the wait, right? Um, it's, it's, it's a lot. It comes with a lot, but it is just so worth all of the weight that it comes with um, because of the type of woman that it kind of molds you into. I mean, Ayana said it earlier, but yes, this experience has allowed us to shine as who we already were or who we already were, yes. Um, but it also, it also um, has just stretched us. It, it, it has forced us to grow. It has forced us to not be the same indie that I was April 15th, 2023. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's just all those things. So I think those two things are kind of what I walk by. The first one more like in my daily walk of life and then the second mm -hmm. one more so in my rank, mm -hmm. um, but can both be applied anywhere, so. 
I love that. And I want to end with one, what, one last quote that my husband told me. And that is, you can plant the seeds, but you don't know when it will bloom. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll we'll be doing all this work, you know, rain, royal court work, school work, all, mm-hmm. all kinds of work, telling people stuff. And, you know, you're wondering, you know, when will it manifest? When will it bloom? When will it come to life? Yeah. Just know that you planted it and at its right time, it will blossom and bloom. So I want to leave you all with that. And my last question, uh, as we come to an end of our reign of this podcast, is what makes your HBCU the best HBCU? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) There is no other place in this world, I believe, that is a space created and cultivated for Black women to be successful where we all push each other to be successful. There's no bringing somebody down to lift somebody up to be successful. Um, And just really emphasizing this whole being proud to be a black woman. Like, like Mm -hmm. this, this this is like, you know, you hear people say like black, 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 black girl magic and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But like, literally like, no, like this is the epitome of black girl magic. You have, you know, girls from, yes, all over the country, but all over the world, all over the world in your institution who are there literally to make a choice to change the world. And that is what we do every day, nonstop, 25-8. I love my you. I'm, you know, I'm a whole no, Absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah, echo everything Indy says. And what's funny is right before this, I was just talking to my dad and having that father-daughter conversation of like, okay, grad school, right? And in the midst of me talking, I was telling him, you know, I don't regret turning down full rides from PWIs. I don't. Why? Because I'm going to learn about so many different things. Like in my, in the, in the academic sense, like, you know, I'm going to learn about all these different white scholars that are in the Western canon, but no other place at Spelman College, am I going to learn about these other black feminists? Am I going to learn about queer theory? Am I going to learn about all these other different things? Like they just won't, you won't learn that. So just even as an academic, like, like Indy said, just this idea of black girl magic, just Black women flourishing in, a, in an institution, that aspect. And then when you think of the scholarly aspect, there's literally no other place that I would have learned the things that I've learned. Yeah. Like, period. It's just, it won't, because once again, it does, there's no other place where Blackness matters that much, where Black women matter that much. So That's automatically, right. you're going to, it's going to be applied to biology majors. It's going to be applied to music majors, to sociology majors. So I think just this is overall molding yourself as a Black woman, a Black scholar, a Black professional. It just wouldn't have happened anywhere else. And I mean, the stats prove it. Clearly, <laughs> the stats prove it. <laughs> yeah. You said men lie, women lie. Numbers don't lie, baby. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> Number one. Yeah, I definitely echo what Indy and Ayana said. Um, I think one of the most beautiful things about Spelman is that, um, you know, it's application season right now. A lot of people are applying for different fellowships, internships. A lot of people are applying for the same things. Mm-hmm. But the way we think about it, the way we talk about it is we're never competing against each other. We're competing with each other. Mm-hmm. And so even if I apply for something and my sister applies for something, she gets an I don't, I'm still going to be so excited. I'm going to be reposting yeah. her acceptance letter like, yes, mm-hmm. she did it. Because it really is that that mindset that when one of us makes it, it yeah, takes everyone up. So one of our um, 
Yeah. Uh, one of like the the big quotes that Spelman versus teaches us when we we come in as freshmen is the whole entire um, when and where the black woman enters, the whole Negro oh, race yeah. goes with her. So we really take that to heart. It's like when one of us wins, it does so much for the entire community. So yeah, that, that idea that we are competing with each other to make you know black women better and we deserve to be respected. So. Yeah, that's what makes Spelman so special. Go ahead and um, go give me an application, send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be in that number. I just want to thank you all for being guests on the Tanae Talks podcast. The ancestors are rejoicing. Your parents are rejoicing. Spelmanites across the globe are rejoicing for what you ladies are doing. And you represent so well. You look beautiful. You're brilliant. Yeah. Intelligent. Yeah. I listen, when y'all are, you know, everything in the future, that you already are, but then the world gonna see. Just don't forget about me. Say, I want to be like, oh, I know them. <laughs> so thank you, Miss the Miss 40 of Miss Spelman, Miss Indy Clayton. Thank you, first attended to the 40 of Miss Supreme uh, Spelman College, Ayana Davis Poland. And thank you to the second attendant of the 40 of Miss Spelman College, Miss Nadia Scott. Thank you, beautiful ladies. Go out and change the world. In true to Nate Talks fashion, we have a portion of my show where you give your shout outs. So now is your time to give a shout out to who you want to give a shout out to. So we're going to start with you, Miss Spellman, and then we're going to go to you, Miss Davis Poland, and then we're going to go to you, Miss Scott, and tell me who you want to shout out today. Okay, well, shout out to my mother, Miss Chantel Goodman. She is <laughs> hey, <good>. Michelle! <laughs> No, no, Chantel, Chantel. Chantel. Excuse me. Hey, Chantel. Chantel. <laughs> she is, is the blueprint. And um, shout out to Miss Kaysen. That's, yes. that's my girl. She is our advisor, direct advisor to Miss Spellman, and she holds us down. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Yep. Shout out to my parents, my grandparents, Mrs. Kaysen. She keeps it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, already shout out the dad show. Shout out mom. Love you, Rosalind. Real bad. Um, my brother, <laughs> sister, all that. And then uh, shout out to MSAB. So we have an advisory board that helps yes. us do everything we do. Um, and that's a great group of girls who helps us plan our events, runs our social media, makes sure everything's together. So shout out MSAB, um, Miss Bowman Advisory Board. So we wouldn't be able to do anything we do without them. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I want to give a shout out to my friends who graduated from Spelman, my soror, Elise Jones. She got married. I don't know her new last name, but Elise, shout out to uh, my best friend, Brandon Journey's wife, Latoy Ware Journey, who also graduated from Spelman. And shout out to Dr. Beverly Tatum, who wrote the book, Why Are All the Black Kids? Sitting together at the cafeteria. <laughs> One of my favorite books. And, and shout out to all the Spelman women who are changing the world and who have changed the world. Absolutely. Thank you, ladies, for being a guest on today's show. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Tanae Talks podcast available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere where they streaming out here in these streets. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit that notification bell, do it all, because this is the podcast that educates and entertains, the podcast where you come to laugh and, of course, learn. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you.